Hey everybody, I'm Brian Grossman, Editor-in-Chief of the Colorado Springs Independent. This is the Indy 15, the weekly show that recaps all you need to know in the news. Uh, our guest in studio today is Marketing and Event Director Jessica McMullen here at the Indy. Uh, we also have Managing Editor Helen Lewis in the house uh, and our Podcast Director Nick Raven. Say hey, Nick. Hi. All right. Uh, hey. Welcome everybody to the Indy 15. Uh, so thank you, Jessica, for being here today. We appreciate it. Um, you are here to talk about our diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, both paper and event. The event is happening uh, this evening, um, Thursday, and the paper will be, or the paper's already out, came out yesterday. So talk us through the DEI uh, selection process. What, what's this all about? Okay, so the DEI awards start with a nomination process where mm -hmm. we send out and do a call for who believes that the people around them have really embody the diversity, equity, and inclusion, and people making a difference to make us a better community. Okay. Then we take the 20 or 30 applications that we got, mm -hmm. and the nominating committee made up of previous winners review all of those, and they had a two-hour conversation about all of them pulling out, because it's hard, it's really hard to pick mm -hmm. which people. And in that process, we selected three folks that really were transformational leaders. These were folks who are really in positions of leadership and are making these giant differences. Mm -hmm. And three people who were champions in advocacy, three people who their advocate, advocacy work is just awesome for what they're doing. Yeah. And this is the second year that the Indy has done this, uh, along with sister publication, the Business Journal, and some of the other uh, newspapers we put out here in the company. Um, I'll, I'll just name the winners so we could we can talk about who actually won this year. Uh, as far as the Champions and Advocacy Award winners, we have Patience Kabwasa. People who are familiar with the Indy are familiar with Patience. Uh, she writes our diversity column. Uh, we also have Hulisa. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try that again. Hulisa Soto, uh, and then the other Advocacy Award winner was Jennifer Horn. And then as far as transformational leader winners, we have uh, Joe Aldez. Joe is the uh, director of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, the Concilio. Uh, we also have uh, Wendy Burhansel, uh, a transformational leader award winner. And she is superintendent of District 2. Is that right? Harrison District Harrison, 2. Harrison, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Anthony Perez, who's also no stranger to the independent. Uh, mm. He's been hired on as a sales consultant here. So Anthony Perez is a transformational leader award winner but he only got that before he, he did get that on. he we did get no that. idea there's a disclosure in everything yeah so <laughs> he, he was actually hired on after he was selected for that award so um why is it important to do something like this do you think why do we do this well the colorado springs and, and pikes peak region on a whole is one of those communities where there are so many places that are pretty homogenous mm -hmm that we start ignoring all the places that aren't. Yeah. Um, and it's very easy to do that. Mm -hmm. So when we're looking at what are we doing to be a diverse community, a welcoming community, that's how we grow our economy. That's how we grow our culture. That's how we grow our communities. Mm -hmm. And no matter how diverse we are, if we're not welcoming, if we're not inclusive, there's not a way to really thrive. Yeah. So all of that diversity, the equity, the inclusion – they're all so important to celebrate for what are people doing to make us better. Mm -hmm. So Okay. Uh, and I see we're all very dressed up. 
there's uh, there's something happening tonight to sort of go along with us. Helen, are you going to the DEI event tonight? I wouldn't miss it. Yeah? It and was you, so fun last year. You went last year? Yeah, yeah. I did. Um, yes. And this is different this year. How was yeah. it last year? Uh, I think it was in the date. I mean, I know it was in the daytime <laughs> last year. <laughs> I was actually, like, announcing them last year, so yeah. I do remember. Um, yeah, and um, it was just – it's it's kind of a really – hopeful joyful festive event yeah. yeah it's a great time okay do you want to talk about the actual event and what to expect this evening if people are going well it's going to be a lot of fun we're we've got an hour of networking giving people a chance to to meet each other and see which people are really interested in celebrating dei mm -hmm. and then we've got an awesome business panel um in coordination with colorado springs leadership institute mm -hmm. talking about leading in diversity um and that's going to be really cool we've got ekta marcoulier Harrison Hunter, and Barbara Myrick. Okay. And they're wonderful, and that's all done in coordination with CSLI. Okay. And then we're going to be giving these great awards. So Yeah. Uh, ICTA is with the SBDC. The SBA now. Oh, the, the SBA. Sorry, you're right. Yes, she was. Region a, 8. Yep, yeah, Region yeah. 8. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Myrick, I know she's she's as a construction company. Yep, right? she's the okay. owner of B&M Construction. Okay. And who was the second one? Um, Hunt, Harrison Hunter, Hunter Harrison. I'm so sorry, I can't remember the order. Um, who's Harrison with Northwestern Hunter. Mutual? Okay. Thank you. I thought it was Harrison Hunter, but. All right. Uh, and being deep in the event side, uh, outside of DEI, anything else that an e-reader should sort of be looking out for on the horizon? Definitely. The yeah. Women of Influence nominations close on next Friday, okay. um, September the 23rd. So for those folks looking for a way to recognize the women really making a difference in the community, mm -hmm. Now's the time and get those applications in at mm -hmm. businesscsbj.com slash nominate. Mm -hmm. And that is a business journal uh, publication, The Women of Influence, mm -hmm. for those who aren't familiar. Um, I, I forget how many we do, but we've been doing it for a long time now. And it's a magazine that comes out that sort of highlights yeah, influential women in the community. And we typically do 14 winners 14. each year. Thank you. Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, what else event-wise? Anything else? Um, we've got the Colorado Springs COS CEO, mm -hmm. which is really exciting. And we're going to be hearing from Sarah Hirschland from the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee. Yep. She's their executive director. Mm -hmm. And she's coming in on Thursday, October the 13th right. um, at 5, yeah, 4.30 at 3 E's Comedy Club. And right. easy, easy fun to come to, getting the chance to hear one-on-one -on -one from CEOs. Yep. And Threes is a cool venue. Uh, I don't think we said where the event tonight is, though, oh, did we? Tonight is at Great Wolf Lodge yep. at from 5 to 7.30. Right. Um, tickets still available? If it's going to be – this is coming out a little later, so it might be close to the wire. But it, Tickets really not available. Yeah, all right. So. Anybody who shows up is standing. Yeah, talk to your friends who did go and find out how it went. We'll um, record it. We'll yeah. share it with you guys online. Okay. Well, thanks, Jess. Uh, we appreciate you coming on and talking about events. We should probably talk about the paper that's coming out, too, just a little bit. A little uh, bit. The cover is uh, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. It's got our six winners on it. But mm, and we... lots of details about mm -hmm. um, the work that they've done and why they're getting the awards. True. And then we've got some killer news stories in this issue, including one by our own Helen Lewis uh, about... The Air Force Academy at it again when it comes to <laughs> yeah. uh, what some might say is religious discrimination. Um, yeah. Do you want to just give an elevator pitch on that? Yeah, basically um, this was brought to our attention um, by the Military Religious Freedom Foundation. Um, and there was last month um, 
August was declared Spiritual Fitness Month, and the at the academy at the academy by the academy. Mm-hmm. And the problem with this um, was that um, you know the the idea of um, promoting one religion or having a religion um, over other religions or not having a religion. And mm-hmm. so um, their point was that it actually violates Air F- the Air Force's own standards. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of detail. It's actually really interesting um, about um, the the standard that they're talking about. And also this, this there's a long history of the Air Force Academy mm-hmm. sort of taking this approach with Christianity um, over other religions or no religion. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a good story. I yeah. mean, <laughs> it is a good story. You can you can say that. I can say because it, it is interesting mm-hmm. story to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. we also have another news piece by uh, our reporter Greta Anderson. Mm. Uh, the title of this one is "All in Your Head," and then toxicology experts say it's highly unlikely for first responders to overdose on fentanyl during routine searches. Um, We'll give a shout out to Corey Hutchins with Colorado College's journalism department because he put out a newsletter uh, a month month or so ago mm-hmm. that talked about this issue and how all of a sudden um, a lot of experts were saying that, let me back up a little bit. Uh, the first time I saw something even related to this was a YouTube video of a police officer at a department not here in Colorado who was shown to be having, it looked like uh, cardiac arrest and he he was on the ground and needed immediate um, help, and the narrative was that he had been exposed to fentanyl during a search. Then we had multiple of these sorts of situations popping up at police departments all over the country. Corey had written the thing that said, well, wait a minute, um, according to a lot of experts, it's just not possible for these sort of reactions to happen from... Uh, there was even an example of a toxicologist who spilled pure liquid fentanyl all over his body and just washed it off in a sink and was fine. So uh, so Greta sort of takes a look at this issue and speaks with uh, law enforcement, talks mm-hmm. to uh, Dr. Leon Kelly, who is the coroner here in El Paso County, about fentanyl and reactions that people would actually have. So it's a really good story. Uh, I, I recommend checking it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, all the other cool stuff that the Indy does. We've got some food. We've got some music. Uh, we've got some columns, and it's on newsstands now waiting to be picked up. So uh, if you can't make it to DEI, if you don't already have tickets, we're sorry. That's that's how popular it is. But um, Catch it online. There will be lots of neat stuff available. Catch yeah. it online and definitely pick up the paper, read about the, the deserving winners, mm-hmm. um, and get tickets early to the next event because we put on some cool events, don't we, Jess? We do. All right. So I want to thank Jessica McMullen, uh, Director of Marketing and Events here at the Indy. I'd also like to thank Helen Lewis, a uh, very quiet Nick Raven, who's holding holding down the fort back there. Um, and be sure to pick up this week's – I'll hold it up so you can see it – this week's Indy. You can also see it there. Very, very similar. Uh, and if you wanted to check out all of this audio stuff, but with some video, head over to YouTube and find our podcast there. Subscribe, click the bell so that you get notifications anytime something new pops up. Well, uh, this show is produced by Dave Gardner and Nick Raven. Uh, it was directed by Dave Gardner, distributed by our digital team consisting of Sean Cassidy and Michaela Jones. Dustin Glatz is our art director. Amy Gillentine is our publisher, and I'm editor in chief Brian Grossman. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of the Indie 15.